This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. He finally came around. He finally made his purchases. We're talking about Mike here, our producer. He made a big purchase. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Mike! Yep. You finally got your Timu package. I did it. I jumped into the Timu pool. Oh, and, uh, my gosh. Splashing for the, around. For the listener who may not know this, Dawn and I were early adopters when it came to Timu yeah. and became obsessed and would send each other you know, pictures of different <laughs> weird things we found on Timu, <laughs> bought weird things. We even did a Timu fashion show. Mm. We've gotten lots of wonderful feedback from listeners about their love for Timu. Yes. However, this Based did not in Dublin. This thank you. This did not trickle down to our own producer. In fact, he was very skeptical. And we kept saying, Mike, you gotta like get in on the Timu train. We got Alexis on the Timu train. Oh yeah. We've got all sort I got people that still emailed to me emailed me to this day, like, I got my first Timu order. I st- now, I'm looking at an ad right now because my computer anywhere, my phone, my laptop, any PC. As Timu, I get texts from Timu every day. Me too. And it's like and Matthew McConaughey. My fate. You know, I'm going to read you Matthew McConaughey. More on that later. You signed up for that thing, and I didn't sign up for it. I just inquired. (laughs) My favorite. uh, Like I get texts like this. I literally can't believe it. We picked you a surprise item with an amazing price. (laughs) We owe you, friend. We sincerely want to compensate you with up to ninety percent off. Sorry, friend. I should have told you earlier. So we're in a love affair with Timu. Mike has not been, but finally we're on our way. And Mike, you sent uh, Dawn and I a text and you were like, hell no. There's supposed to be 14 items in this bag. And Dawn. Yeah. It looks like there's about two things in that bag. Maybe. It's the size of a deflated football. But we need to unbox these things. He's waited until yeah. this moment to open up his How package. many items are supposed to be in that like dinner plate sized Timu <laughs> orange bag, Mike? To be clear, you said I wasn't skeptical anymore. Now I'm more skeptical after seeing this bag he because it is know. tiny. 14 items. Okay. There are supposed to be 14 items. You want me to run through the items that yes. are apparently in this so, bag? Okay. In this bag, again, the size of like my lunchbox. Yes. And you can see it on our social media. Yeah. Yes, it's there now. There is in here a, an anti-fog shaving mirror for the shower okay. somewhere in there. Nice. There's also a three-in-one avocado slicer Ooh, and peeler. Three-in-one? Yes. Like you can do three avocados in one? 
terrible. It does three different things. Oh. You can cut into it, you can peel it, and then you can scoop out oh the, God, the cotto. It. Yeah, it's wait. pretty cool. Uh, there's also a, supposed to be a men's uh, cycling cap, like a skull cap in here as well, which that okay. that I buy. That's small. Okay. So are uh, two little dongles for the Apple phone. Oh, like, sure. Those are super tiny as well. So <gasps> yeah. I get dongles. A dongle. Yeah. Well, to take I'll show the, you. I have one in my purse. To take this and make it like a quarter You know connection. what it used to be? What it used to be. A phone chart, like, like headphones. a headphone jack. Oh, like an adapter. An adapter, Got basically. Okay. Yes, sorry. Dongle, right. yeah. Uh, I like the word dongle. It, it is, is a good that's word. That's the official word. Uh, there's a men's belt in here. Okay. Uh, there's also a uh, streamer, a silicone pot streamer that you put on your pot rather than having to dump it into like a, a strainer. Strainer, sorry. Yeah. Stream, yep, there you go. That's in there. There's two cat toys in here. <laughs> there's a nose and ear hair trimmer. Yes. There's a carbon fiber golf divot repairer. Of course. There's also a one piece self draining soap dish, <laughs> an eight piece silicone wedding ring replacement, or like, you know, other yeah. wedding rings because I need one so of the far, ones. Like, I don't know about you, John. I am not impressed by the fact that, the, like, I, I can totally believe that all of that's yeah, in there. I and can. then finally, there's one set of USB DIY LED or LED TV backlighting. You know, you put in the back <laughs> of the, the TV. What the hell kind it of things are you searching for? It makes your TV glow. It makes your TV glow. Why? So like, oh, because, like, if you're watching, a you know, Titanic or something, you have it be blue in the background. Or if you're watching a Vikings game, you have it be purple in the background. Trust right. me, it's really, it's you really guys. nice. That's you got good. a lot that of time on your you hands. That was you got sucked okay, into. Okay, so... All For right. the record, that was three dollars. Yeah, so see, you I, saw all that right. on TV. That's apparently all in here. Open this package right. again. I don't know about you, Don, but I am not in Going any right way in concerned that these things won't all be in there because okay. I have gotten several packages from Timu, and wow. you're like, how could they possibly? And they always get it in there. Okay. We're going to start with the belt. The belt There's was in the there. It's a belt. Yep, it, you got it. Birthed right out of there. Perfect size. Yeah, yep. that's good. Yeah, right. that's. That's legit. That's yeah, if you're just one. joining us, Mike got his first Timu package, and we're giddy. Package. Here items. is the nose and hair ear trimmer. That looks legit. Nose and hair. And ear in the, the box. That it was open. And, well, you know, they yeah, had to put it in the box. Part of it. So Probably yeah. got knocked around there a little bit. There you go. Bit. Yeah, it definitely got beat up, but there you go. That's why it was a dollar. Um, we also have... It was only a dollar? That one was only... For a, an electric? You have just have to put a battery? You just have to put a battery in it. Let me just check to be sure. A dollar sixty-seven. Wow. Should have bought three. Steal! Uh, these are the cat toys. They're RoboFish. <laughs> oh, you told us about those. Those, I love them. They're like little mechanical fish that mm-hmm. you put in a... You put in the tub, in the tub. Or you put it in a big bowl, and she just goes crazy, I would assume. So I looking love forward, it. Looking forward to this, by the way. Don't this, put it in the toilet. This is definitely open, so that's Stop something. Stop it. You're being very it's okay. hypercritical. I mean, dude. <laughs> being hypercritical that my new things I bought are open. Yes, How right. much did you pay for all that? Uh, $40. Okay, and now what? What's uh, next? This is the dish that has the, uh, you know, uh, for the soap that you put yeah. in the shower. That's actually good I size. Like that. Is okay. that a, like, stick? Does it stick to the... Yeah, it sticks. It's got a little... Um, like Sticks that. to your bum. No, we were a little concerned <laughs> when we were talking about this earlier that it would only be the size of like a hotel bar of soap. Can you yeah. put a full size bar of soap in there? In fact, yeah, you can definitely. Is that two so pieces? Good. It's two pieces because this Look is the that. one that it connects to. Oh. The only problem is it doesn't have the suction cup. Well, I'm sure it it's might in be there. in there. I'm I'm sure it's in in there. Don't okay. even doubt it. Yeah. All right, keep moving on here. Keep moving. Keep moving. Got, How many uh, items are we in so far? Um, one, two, in this four. tiny package, the four. size of your head. Here's the golf divot tool. That's what nice. That yeah. What is a so, golf divot tool? Uh, when you, uh, I mean, when you hit the green as much as I do, you leave these little. Di- oh. That's a joke. Is that a euphemism? Um, no. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> you leave a little, uh, a little divot in there, so you need this guy to stick in there and replace the divot. 
and this is carbon fiber, and it actually like oh my god, has a little that is next level. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna need a like a That's tool my belt. Divot. I gotta replace my. That's good. No, I actually lost my old ones. That was perfect. Okay. Here's the avocado three in one slicer. Ooh, Look at that. That so is kind of cool. You cut it open. Yep. You use this to take the pit out, and yep. then you can just scoop it right on out. And you it's guys, in. his face is he's really I lighting full, up. I know he's see. This is good. This Again, is going well. Our, look, I'm telling you, all this stuff's going to be in there. It's also my favorite color. How many? Oh. Matches are we the color in of so far? Team Orange. Uh, there should still be seven, seven more, six more. <laughs> Speaking of orange, here's the orange strainer. Oh. oh, the pot strainer. I like that. So what this does, and it's very neat. So if I get it out oh, here, I am QVCing very, it. I am going to QVC it here for a second. You just go ahead and grab your pot or whatever had you know boiling water in it, uh-huh. and you just set this on the ends of it, and then it, it snaps around instead and of having strains. to like dump things all over, and then you like lose half your dinner in the. Oh, sink. that's so cool. That was the most expensive item. That oh. was four dollars. Okay. So we got that for us. Uh, also. We've got one of the dongles, perfectly dongle, packaged. That's easy. Dingle, dangle, dongle. <laughs> I got my dongle. I found There's it. There's the second one. Wow. Uh, we've got now, this is the uh, skull cap, the uh, head. Yeah. Yeah. So that's perfect. Okay. Right, what are you wearing that for? Um, if I'm golfing or doing anything you like outside. like a little coverage. Well, when yeah, I, he doesn't like, want to get sunburned. Well, yeah. It's not just that, but when I wear hats, I'll sweat right through my hats and ruin nice hats. Oh. So if I have this, it's going to suck up he, some of the sweat. You put idea. it on under? Yeah, I'll put it on under the hat it just to avoid ruining nice hats. Mm-hmm. You don't get sweat Ooh. stains on your hat. Oh. There are the rings. The silicone rings. So like, rings. this is so silicone if Mike is going to be like doing CrossFit. Or and, golfing again, and I uh, want to wear this instead of my Or doing actual. calisthenics mm-hmm. of some kind. He doesn't want to lose his wedding ring. So that's good, liking that. Wait, okay, uh, so it secures your wedding ring? No, 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 you just wear you that. You just wear in, it instead of your instead ring? Of. Correct. Guys yeah. do that all the time. You yep. do? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's next level of being committed. Then you avoid, like, the... Because there's a lot of people that'll get injured, because if your wedding oh, ring gets yeah. hooked into I something... I see a lot of guys at the gym oh, yeah. wear those. It'll be, it can be very dangerous. But uh, another RoboFish... We've got two. Punk is How well taken care of. How much are those $1.80 each, I think. Okay. Um, and if I, do oh, I have to have a cat? You wouldn't have to have a cat. I just play with them? Yeah, mm. you could. Okay. Um, we've got now, this is the USB. Oh, hey, this is this is what I was hoping He's for. He's happy. I'm happy with this. What it's is it? The, this is the USB uh, TV backlight thing. Okay, so I want you to take a photo once you've installed it, yeah. and it so we can see exactly what it's How like. How does it actually perform? Yes. Okay, and what is... Is this just a? I don't know what this is. This just a bit. Do they put like a protectant bag in there just to make sure things don't get? What is well, that? Well, you might, might be. You it. might have your suction cup thing oh, in there. Oh, it could be. Yes, I'm yeah. looking here. I think that's. Oh no! This is the mirror. No, this can't be a mirror. Oh, How is of this? Of course, a it can be a mirror, Mike. Open of course it. it is. It might just look like plastic, but maybe that's the thing that goes over the mirror to make it not fog. Yeah, I assumed mirrors would be, you know, like a mirror. This is okay. um, uh, expectations, Mike. Lower. <laughs> Did them. it say it was a? It said it was a mirror. <laughs> that's a mirror. It didn't say it was a good mirror. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get it's through here. It's a mirror for um, it's ghosts. To, it's to go in the shower so then it doesn't like steam up. I it's bet that's to be an anti- totally it. Yes, it's. To- yeah, that's it. What? That's it. <laughs> It's a sticker. It's a sticker. Sometimes 
Sometimes you things aren't what they that? appear. I love it. Okay, that's, Mike, congratulations. You the only tell, items. Oh, look, you can see so well to shave. That's can really you? good. Wait till I come in after shaving once with this mirror. I'm going to be all it before and after. Oh that's the only God. disappointment. Everything else was perfect. Yay, that was amazing. Nice. Awesome. Good job, Mike. Congrats. Thank Welcome you, to the Timu family oh, and dear listeners. Um, enjoy. Get we don't board. get paid at all by Timu. They should pay us. But... Dawn, mm. when we come back, we are going to get paid with food. In fact, you're paying us with food today. You brought in something for Food Porn Friday. We'll find out what it is on the other side of this right here on My Talk. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Alight. I know this time of year you're thinking about summer vacations, travel with family, enjoying the nice weather, whatever it is. But in the midst of all that, I would love for you to take a moment and learn about the organization known as Alight. We are alight.org is the website you can head to to learn about this transformational local Twin Cities based organization that spreads out across the globe every day of the year. And they have for decades to help those who are displaced. Displaced people, honestly, are people just like you and me, unfortunately, who've been forced to leave everything they have behind because of war, conflict, famine, a number of reasons, increasingly things like climate change. That work takes support, and that support comes from people like you. My talkers have been so grateful uh, and so giving in the past. Head to wearealight.org today, and thank you. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn here on My Talk 1071. It's Friday, which means we're going to put some food in our mouth. Time for a little Food Porn Friday. Food Porn. Dawn, what are we putting in our mouths, girl? I think today there's going to be some tasty bits from around the world. We have some seaweed-flavored Pringles. Yummy. Wait a minute. Where did you get seaweed Pringles from? I got it at that big old candy store that everybody's been telling me to go to in Jordan. Uh, On the way back from our trip to the Badlands, we actually stopped there so um so i didn't really get candy but i just got about three items that were uh good for food porn fabulous so uh this particular what kind of pringles it's seaweed 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 flavor where are these from um, well, what do you think? Because it has some kanji on it. Maybe they're Chinese. It looks Chinese. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not Japanese. So I would assume this is China. I don't know. I'd have to do like my Google translate thing. But it looks like perhaps China. Okay. Usually they'll have like a U.S. Or, you know, like an English translation of the ingredients. But oh, you'll have to learn uh, all Chinese. I'm smelling right them. Uh, what do they smell like to you? Because okay, I'm not getting smell- much of a whiff. Are either of you? I, it just smells like regular Pringles. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really we'll just say they're be very the chippy. Yeah. And or they very, are um, like one thing I'm not happy crummy. with is how they're broken inside. Yeah. Like most of them are all broken. And maybe that's because they came from they China. They came all the way from China. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not criticizing. So. Um, what do you, I love the taste of seaweed. I know that that sounds really weird, but I used to just get the sheets and just eat them. Oh, really? I think I might start doing that again, just as a little snack, you know, what you use for sushi. Um, Mm. but 
I like them, you know, like as part of stuff. Like in all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Soups and with um, rice balls and stuff. Yeah. Okay. But I've never had seaweed chips before, so I'm very curious. Okay. What are you doing, Mike, over there? You're laughing. Yeah, I just, well, I was laughing at Dawn, but um, a little like seaweed salad, really enjoy that, and I'm really excited about this, yeah. Okay, great. I had two microphones in my face. That's what I was laughing at. I she don't know was, how it happened. Something happened there uh, during the break. Yeah, like this, anyway, it's just, Long this story. is visual. I also had the wrong <laughs> headphones on, and oh, those God. weren't plugged in, so I couldn't hear myself oh, at my the God. beginning. She's, at least you're, you're here, Dawn. <laughs> You're okay, here. here we go. Who's going to try it first? Go for it. Okay. I just, I'm going to pick out some crumbs while you guys chomp, chomp. Oh. And tell me how they taste. <gasps> oh, wow. It's wasabi. Oh, yeah. It looks like, you know, if I look on the package here, it looks like there's seaweed and then a little blob of wasabi at the bottom. That is that is what, what it is? It's wasabi flavored. And this is, well, the reason why I went to the Big Candy Barn is to see if they had wasabi Kit Kats. Which are super hard to find. You can order them on eBay, but they're like twenty dollars. Uh oh, you have a bad face. No, I don't. That's I my face. I love wasabi peas. I love wasabi anything. I'm pleasantly surprised. What do you think, Mike? What do you think? It's like uh, a communion wafer dipped in uh, wasabi salt. <laughs> That's but what it tastes like, like to me. It's very, it's it's very he's, cardboardy. He's bringing like, Jesus into it. I am. It. Yeah. yeah. I, it's it's. Do you think it's, it's because it might be a little bit stale? It was that, like, it, yeah, it tastes stale. It tastes stale to me. It tastes like stale with the dust on top of it that has the flavor. Me personally, so not high marks. I mean, they're not bad. I mean, okay, I, I wouldn't. I just had a half a chip. Here, I'm trying to. Did you not really take good. some? I just had a little. Let me taste again. They're all crumbled. There's not one solid piece. Yeah, they're kind of. They're not super strong, so like there was one where I got a big whiff of wasabi right away, and I'm I'm like I love wasabi on mm-hmm. on uh, sushi, but they just kind of taste like Pringly. They do leave a, I don't know, maybe just me. I'm they not getting like any s- seaweed. Not I don't really. taste seaweed. I only taste wasabi and stale aftertaste. It's just mm-hmm. the aftertaste is just kind of there and won't go away to me. To me, it's just kind of like meh. Mm. I would like I would probably just sit here because it's you know how it's got salt and crunch. Mm-hmm. Like I would you just, would eat the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But well, now I got a vague fish flavor. Oh, maybe that was a seaweed. Okay. I feel like I'm swimming around like, under the sea with the cat toy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Mike, what are you doing over there? I was just oh, the cat, cat toys are swimming around. 
Okay. I don't know. I'm kind of lukewarm on What's these. What's your how many um, food porn stars or whatever? Food porn food stars. Porn stars. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, no. how many porn stars? That's going to be our thing. We have to do it. <laughs> now I'm going to choke to death. How many porn stars? I'm going to choke to death on mediocre <laughs> chips. <laughs> Out of five, I, how I'm many gonna, porn stars? Uh, God, this is kind of underwhelming. Like, uh, for porn stars, mm-hmm. these are some flabby porn stars. Um, flabby? I just Even mean, Mr. Pringles has his eyebrows up like, I'm not sure about this one. <laughs> 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 On the package. He's like, you might not like yeah, it. It's not. I'm really grateful you brought these because I do love an adventure in my mouth. Mm-hmm. I love to travel the world in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give that a two. Two out of five, really? Yeah. Sorry. 1.8. 1.8. Wow. Okay, I'm going to be the highest at 3.5. Oh, wow. Because I love wasabi. I was going to say, I feel like you're still jonesing for wasabi. Yep, I have a whole tube in my fridge. I'm just going to have to squirt some in my mouth when I get home. please. I don't want to hear tube, squirt, (laughs) or any of that. Dawn, thank you so much for bringing us international adventures in our mouths. And all the food porn stars you could watch when we come back we're going back to the uh to hollywood for the weight control centers and there's some exciting news going on right now livia days have arrived it's livia weight control center's best deal of the summer and if you join today you're going to get 50 percent off your personalized program when you mention me this is the time where everybody is thinking about wanting to lose weight because of these beautiful summer days we'll make the best of them with Livia's doctor recommended programs and you could lose up to 10 pounds or more in your first two weeks I am on the maintenance program which means I lost the amount of weight uh, that I wanted to lose and now I maintain that weight loss and they teach you everything is actually so simple so I simplified and organized my life with Livia it doesn't take over over your life it's actually so easy all these other things you've been trying on your own stop it just call Livia today 855 go Livia say I heard this from Don McLean on my talk and you will get 50% off that personalized program 855 go Livia or Livia.com What is going on with that strike with SAG it's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn my talk 1071 we learned yesterday that officially SAG-AFTRA is going on strike for actors' rights when it comes to streaming, possibilities of AI, just a whole bunch of things that they uh, feel like within this landscape and how things have changed, they need to be compensated for. Bradley, you find found some uh, uh, really interesting audio that actually um, uh, lays out a little bit better terms to understand what they're asking for. Yeah, so uh, earlier I heard an interview with Spray Graydon, who's an actress, and she spoke very eloquently about what's at stake for the average working actor in Hollywood. And I think for a lot of our listeners, I know myself, when you hear that Hollywood is on strike, you think, oh, a bunch of rich people with a lot of time, and they're probably off in the south of France anyway. What do they really How are they? Tell me how they're getting screwed when the average person in my daily life actually is feeling the squeeze of inflation, right? Like I can hear that conversation in people's heads. But then you listen to somebody who's an actual working actor in Hollywood or somebody who's connected to the Hollywood industry who's affected 
um, by the things that, well, increasingly have put pressure on these people. And one of those people is Sprague Graydon. You may not know her, but she really, um, she is just a working actor in Hollywood. She's been in some thrillers, some sci-fi stuff. She's from Boston or uh, from Massachusetts originally. And she spoke eloquently about what's at stake for the average working actor. And I'd like to play a clip of her talking specifically about why actors are fighting for uh, their jobs, essentially, in the face of streaming. Streaming has blown up our industry in a lot of ways. The people at the top are doing really, really great the corporations and the studios, and it is no longer playing out for the rest of us. Once we are on a television show, we're given a very specific fee. Every time that show airs after that first airing, we are given a minute bit of that original fee back. In the beginning, it's a larger amount, but over time, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Those little minute amounts add up, and 20 years into a career like mine, that can provide your family their rent for the year. You can pay your mortgage with it. It also contributes to our health care and our pension. And when you're not someone who makes $500,000 million a year, when you're someone who makes 50 to 150, 50 to 200K a year, those residuals matter. And so that's, you know, her explaining what's at stake when it comes to why they're fighting for increased revenue in the face of streaming success. I thought that was interesting too. I learned that. You, I think you have to make at least $26,000 to qualify for SAG-AFTRA's health benefits. Mm-hmm. So even minute... Right. Hmm? It sounds about right, yeah. yeah. Uh, even minute residuals add to that total in a given year. So that can allow someone who's maybe not able to get constant, consistent work in Hollywood year after year... If they can get enough in residuals each year and those small amounts add up over time, not only is it going to help towards, you know, things like your retirement, but in in the moment, it's helping with things like qualifying for health care, which is, you know, huge if you're an actor. I mean, it's huge for anyone because anyone who has had to either buy insurance on the open market, like you understand how valuable that benefit can be. So I thought that she did a good job of uh, sort of making it seem real for people like you and me. Yeah, I really loved how she put that. You know, you're making it, it, it can pay, you know, your mortgage and things like that. Um, just monthly expenses, even just like paying for your groceries or something like that. It can be uh, really important for people to have that. So what is the other, um, there's concerns about AI. I know that um, that this is a part of the talks now just because it's developing so quickly. We've seen like songs created by AI, um, acting scenes. So what, what does it involve? Yeah, so I think when people uh, have heard sort of brief reports about what's at stake in this strike between SAG-AFTRA and well, the streamers, the studios, etc. You're going to hear things like streaming, and then you're going to hear things like artificial intelligence. In the streaming conversation, of course, she just kind of broke it down for sort of you know um, the nuts and bolts of an everyday working actor. 
But the other thing you referenced, artificial intelligence increasingly also is playing a role in the lives of everyday working actors. And it also seems nebulous, broad, vague. It's a buzzword. We hear it all the time now. Artificial intelligence. What is this all about? What does it really mean? Why are you worried about something that like is not like, I don't know, doesn't seem like it's really had that much of an impact, even though everybody's talking about it? Well, again, spray grain. Uh, one particular working actress in Hollywood kind of discusses in the following clip how, as a day-to-day person in Hollywood, artificial intelligence can really be used against you and towards your own disadvantage so that you're actually losing out on real-life income in your pocket. Let's have a listen. So AI is a massive issue for us. If a person like Meryl Streep negotiates her contract, she can negotiate into her contract. You can't use AI to replace me. But someone like me, I can't. I can't necessarily do that unless my union sets that standard ahead of time. So right now we have no regulations in regards to AI. So what that means is if I go and do a television show, say I'm the guest star of the week on an MCIS, when they need to reshoot anything, when they need me to do ADR, say there was a plane going over a scene at the time mm-hmm. and I need to come in and redo my dialogue. If we don't set up protections, they could use AI to do that for me because I've already given them my likeness and my voice. Every time I go to a reshoot, I get paid. And the producers, every time I get paid, put a little bit of that payment into my health care plan, put a little bit of that payment into my pension. As a middle-class actor and an actress, I can tell you at the age of 45, those little contributions to my health care and my pension, they matter. Wow. That's a really good point. I never thought about that. Whenever they have to re-record things because the sound is crappy or they have to go in and um, just do pickups or, or redo anything, they, they already have their likeness and so they can just use it again. And it's it's kind of like whenever we see movies and we see um, de-aging or, or something like that, that's a part of it as well because you can just take anybody's body and put someone's face on it now. Like that's seriously things that, that can happen. It happened in Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Kurt Russell's character in the beginning of the last, not this last movie, but the movie before, they used just an actor's an actor who looked similar to him and put Kurt Russell's face on it. Mm. Uh, it's just like he got paid for that, you know, but, um, you know, it's like I'm going to be in the new Guardians of the Galaxy, but it was Kurt Russell's face on his face, you know. Yeah, I, I really do. And uh, the way that she explains the use of artificial intelligence, it totally makes sense. Like you can see wherein the people are like, oh, I don't want to have to call this person back in. I can literally just run this through a program and take the you know weird plain noise out of the audio. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have her come back. And on that side of things, you think, oh, that makes perfect sense. It's efficient. We're cutting down the the amount of time. Uh, we're cutting down the amount of hassle. Like I don't have to schedule somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, this person is in an, a union, so I have to abide by union rules. Like I can just get rid of that particular level of complexity in order to do my job. So if I'm uh, post, you know, if I'm in post production, I'm probably fine with that because I can get my job done quicker and I can move on to other things. However, we realize in the way that she puts it in context that this actually has a real human effect, a knock on effect on this actual person's life. And so, yeah, sure, you can do all those things, but it's coming at the expense of a person's career. Mm -hmm. And now 
ultimately those technologies will exist and continue to flourish. But within that, I'm not speaking for actors. I'm not a part of the union. I would imagine they would say technology is great, but let's make sure there is still a place for Let's make sure there is enough space and enough resource for someone to be a working actor in Hollywood. I think that's a lot of because we heard very similar things from people when the writer strike kicked off that it's not that they don't want technology it's not that they don't want these mechanisms to be uh, or these resources to be used or employed in filmmaking because mm-hmm. progress marches on it's that they want within that to still have the ability to make a living in hollywood so it, so don't forget that just because it might make your job easier it could also be taking away from the bottom line of someone else. And totally. I, for me, that that makes it seem much more like I am much more willing to go. Yeah, you guys should have that because I, I could totally see where like you're like, wait a minute. You just essentially took one performance that I did mm-hmm. and through a bunch of artificial intelligence. It's like, oh, this is more efficient. Made me do something also- that I didn't actually even do. Yes. So it's like, oh, this is more efficient. I don't have to call them in uh, for a day to redo this. And also, why don't we just start doing that with a bunch of things? You know, we'll only have them work three days, get their image and then fill out the rest of, you know, well, girl. And it's coming. Yeah, right. It's like coming. it's not just actors. And that's why I think, again, I think that there's going to be this sense of by certain people in the United States who are not connected to or in any way willing to understand the lives of working actors in Hollywood or that, you know, industry that's coming for everyone. Mm -hmm. Like artificial intelligence will minimize the need for human, you know, uh, labor Mm -hmm. in all sorts of industries. We have already seen it in places like fast food restaurants. Like, Oh, it's nice. I don't even have to talk to people. I can just go up here. Beep, boop, boop, beep, get my food. I don't have to interact with the human. It'll come out of a shoot. (laughs) They'll be back in the kitchen. They don't have to talk to me. Okay, fine, but what are you going to do about all those people who are working the counter, Mm -hmm. right? So I think that in figuring it out for actors, that's going to have, again, a knock-on effect, um, to repeat a a phrase, on other industries and other Mm -hmm. labor disputes. So it's very much something that goes just beyond this tiny little insular bubble of a couple hundred thousand people in Hollywood. Yes, totally. So Fran Drescher kind of laid that out in her full speech. Uh, She is the president of of SAG-AFTRA, also the nanny. <laughs> but she also said this affects all labor. All interest, all labor uh, unions are supporting us in this. So we hope something um, happens before it's like they force them to just like, oh, you, we're, we're forcing the actors and the writers into a place where um, they're losing their homes. And then they'll agree. You know, that's just gross. Yeah, there was a guy in Hollywood who said, I mean, a, a source exec, that was a, yeah. attributed to a studio executive in Hollywood that said they'll come to the table when they're losing their homes. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that that just seems like a particularly cynical view. Speaking of cynical, oh, my God, from Hollywood strikes to Hollywood divorces. We have to talk about Kevin Costner and Christine Baumgartner, and we need to get real petty. Here's why. Kevin (laughs) Costner says basically Christine is trying to bleed him dry in uh, the bank accounts, but also that she's trying to run away with his pots and pans. We'll tell you why when we come back right here on My Talk. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Dakota Dental. Turns out, you guys, they've got an exciting opportunity for you, especially... If you're a dental hygienist looking for a fun place to work. That's right. They're hiring a dental hygienist. 
over at Dakota Dental, right in the South Metro in Apple Valley. So if you are looking for a fun place to work or you know someone who is a licensed dental hygienist uh, and wants to work with a friendly team of people focused on helping others, head to dakotadental.com or you can just search for their listings on Indeed or ZipRecruiter. They offer competitive wages, awesome benefits, including health care and uh, best of all, in my book, you don't have to work nights or weekends. So you're in luck. If you're a dental hygienist, Dakota Dental wants to talk. Both part-time and full-time positions are available. And I will tell you, one of the best assets Dakota Dental has is their team. I've seen it firsthand because I'm a patient. Head to dakotadental.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you. Every time I Who knew he had so much money? Well, he might not after a while. Not anymore. Uh, we're talking about Kevin Costner. Hello. Thank you for joining us. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk. He's getting a divorce. And the latest is his estranged wife is really trying to get some money. Don, I'm yeah. outside a courtroom in L.A. I've got new documents in my hands. Wait. Did you tell the audio engineer that the music bed is... Wow. <laughs> what now? Oh, you're outside the courtroom report. I am outside. It's hard to hear. Uh, yes, I am outside kidding. the courtroom today with some new documents filed yesterday by Chris, or excuse me, these were filed on behalf of Kevin Costner because, of course, pew pew, he is fighting with Christine Baumgartner in their messy divorce. What? Gosh, I just think about what we went through already. You know, not them, but us. What we had to go through seeing... <laughs> Um, you know, the two hundred and forty nine thousand she wanted a month in child support was reduced to one twenty nine. Yeah, I know. I feel really bad for her. That's temporary, but it'll probably be the permanent number. But she's doing other stuff. Yeah, those documents that I have here. Oh my gosh, that's great. I'm glad they printed it off for you. The strike has not affected our ability to produce sound effects here on the show. (laughs) Uh her apparently evil doings have included but are not limited to according to his lawyers showing a disturbing propensity in the last several months be uh, both before and after separation for taking kevin's property without his knowledge or consent if he doesn't have knowledge how do we know she paid a los angeles well because i got the documents she paid a los angeles criminal defense lawyer twenty five thousand dollars from kevin's separate property funds Without his knowledge. As for why she needed a criminal defense lawyer, we don't know. Because so that's shady. Why would you need a criminal defense lawyer? And then to pay for that. She stole things. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> or she got caught up in a crime spree and has had to defend herself in a court of law. We don't know. But a crime spree. There is no explanation for why she took $25,000 for a criminal defense lawyer or paid him. Uh, I will say the docs go on to say that she, now get this, um, she paid her divorce lawyer on the credit card of an employee, which is traditionally used for the Costner family household charges, which is also paid by Kevin. Oh. So basically she ran game using a credit card of Ke- that Kevin's going to pay to pay one of her divorce lawyers. Also, this was my particular, well, actually, this is not my particular favorite because Kevin gets real petty here in a moment. So far, he's, I'm like, okay, girl, why are you doing these things? I have, a, I have questions. I hope she has answers. But also... Um, his lawyers allege that Christine, get this, she took cash advances on various credit cards that were not even issued to her, 
but were issued to members of the household staff. So think of like, like the housekeeper has like a credit card, you know, to use for the family's expenses. Like she's got to go get some fabuloso, which somebody told me, put a pin in this. Is this true? My mother told me that it's got, there's something bad with fabuloso. Uh Oh, somebody needs to tell Donna because she leaves a cup of it open. I heard that there's some kind of chemical in it or something. Is that true? It did have a recall. Yes. Donald's produced from December 2022 to January of 2023. Okay. It's a recall. Well, my mom was like, you're not supposed to buy that anymore. And I was like, (laughs) whenever my mom says stuff like that, I'm like in one ear out the other because she usually just saw a headline. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so it's like she went to the the housekeeper and said, I need some cash. Can you take some cash out on that credit card? So she allegedly did that. Then, no. get this, she bought an expensive vehicle. You may say, she's a rich lady, who cares? Well, they say she typically leases her vehicle, and somehow, months before she even filed for divorce, she went and bought herself a new-ass vehicle instead of leasing. And they're like, why is she buying a vehicle when she normally leases? This shows that she was plotting to escape with all my money before she even You're, filed uh-oh. for divorce. He's speaking to Kevin now. All my well, this money. Is, this is his attorney's, yes. right? That's what they're saying. So I was like, well, okay, that seems a little, I mean, if she wants to, I've been thinking about that. My lease is coming to an end next year. I'm like, should I buy? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a weird place out there right now. But here's where it get, gets petty, Don. He also says that she has been um, essentially taking all sorts of stuff with her that right. she's not supposed to, including artwork and pots and pans. <laughs> No. Christine Baumgartner. Really good pots and pans. And they're like, Biatch, please, you get $1.5 million. Remember, she got that lump sum from Kevin. You got $1.5 million. Go buy your own Calphalon. And the cook is the one who suffers in this because they're like, Where are my pots and pans? I still have to cook. That seems petty, though. I'm like, two weeks Let the woman take kids. the pots and pans. You're fine. Like, Kevin Costner, you'll be okay. Like, he can make some mac and cheese for a few nights in the microwave. Oh, no. Until he has, uh, you know, his chef de cuisine go out to the Costco and buy another oh, Calphalon set for $135. Okay, this is, that is to me the pettiest thing in this story because with all the piles of money that you're going to have, you can't spend, like, let's say it's $1,000. It's $1,000. That's nothing to you right now. Buy your own. Take this opportunity to buy your private cook who you will have with this money. Because they'll be making lunch for the kids. Have new pots and pans. Why do you want those dirty old pans? Yeah. It just shows you the level of pettiness that is going on between these two. First of all, we do need to get to the bottom of why she's paying for $25,000 for a criminal defense attorney. Because she's stealing pots and pans. (laughs) No. I mean, something tells me there's more to that story. Wow. That's what I really want to know. Have we seen any uh, blind items about these two lately? We haven't for a while. That's that's very interesting. Dear NT lawyer, if you're listening, I'm going to need you to clear that one up. What else could she steal? Let's try to help her out here. She, what else could she steal? <laughs> <laughs> nice down comforter. That gets really hot, though. Um, light bulbs? Yes, here's the thing. If I'm like, if I'm moving, if I'm her, 
I'm not taking any of that stuff with me. I'm getting all new stuff, and he's paying for it. I mean, what is she saving up for? He says also lots of plastic surgery, lots of procedures. Yeah, he said in the claims, what you're referencing, right, is the claims for spouse or not spousal support because she's not getting... Well, I don't know if she gets spousal support, but this was specifically about the child support. Child support. That within that amount she was asking for, they were saying the expenses she was quoting included things like cosmetic procedures, right? Well, she has to look. Does she have a job? <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> does she have a job? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Does I don't she? Know. I yeah, mean, no, listen, she does. Remember, no, she's does got she, that she, business. And oh. he. one of the, the whole contentions in this. Uh, relationship is that he was like, I helped this woman start her. She have a cake business or something, or cupcakes, or Aww. or handicrafts, or she's got some <laughs> kind of like celebrity housewife business. Cat I feel like. bag couture. Cat bag couture. That's it. Cat pervert. <laughs> Cat bag. So good. Cat bag couture. couture. What is that? It, it gained popularity. I have done. I've done nothing Cat to bring pervert. the cat. I've done nothing Cat to bring pervert. the. All right. Uh, Cat perverts unite uh, with Christine Baumgartner, and you can buy all her handbags. When we come back from uh, Kevin Costner, we're going to talk about some news regarding Lisa Marie. We found out, sadly, what led to her untimely passing uh, in the next hour.